Hey friends, it's Anjali here. It's Tuesday, May 25th. Welcome to the Missions Changes My Life show by Global Hope India with Kevin White. This is the podcast where we say yes to God's call to go make Christ known in India and around the world. On Tuesday, June 15th, Kevin will be hosting Global Hope India's monthly international call to prayer live broadcast from the USA via Zoom, YouTube or Facebook at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Full details at globalhopeindia.org slash pray. We'll see you there. Okay, now here's your host, Kevin White. Good morning. This is... Pastor Kevin, you're listening to Missions Change My Life podcast. It is Tuesday, May 25th. Welcome to the show. Did you know over 115 different countries are listening to Missions Change My Life? I just want to say thank you to each and every person in the audience. We love you. We praise God for you. And we really believe that God will use this message to bear much fruit in your life as he encourages you, inspires you, motivates you, transforms you, blesses you for his kingdom good. Thanks for being on the show. Hey, are you listening by Apple Podcast or Spotify? It would be an incredible blessing to us if you would go over and leave a five-star review. Let us know how the show is being a blessing to you. Today's episode is not going to disappoint you. I can't wait. So we're going to dive right in right now. Welcome to Missions Changed My Life. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the infamous Pastor Mike Passaro, worship leader extraordinaire on the call today. Welcome to Missions Changed My Life. Mike Passaro, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to bring this song back in just a few minutes as you tell your story. There's a reason that we are playing one of the all-time favorite love songs. Obviously, we love you, sir. Thank you yep. for being on the show. Courtney's here as a co-host. If you're if you're not able, if you're see, if you're hearing the audio, you're gonna want to go over to YouTube and see the eye candy behind the audio. And I'm not talking about my voice. I'm talking about Mike Passaro. Yes, and he is in his bedroom today, and he has pictures of himself all over the the walls behind him. So you want to go to YouTube and see this video that goes with the audio. Give me your radio voice. How are you, sir? I'm good. It's good. Is that deep enough? Is that low? <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you talk deeper into the mic? That's as, that's yeah. as low as I go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seriously, this is one of my all-time favorite worship leaders. I was going through a transition, moving away from being on staff at Hope Community Church, walked into the Summit Church that was setting up at Cary High School. And so it was just a transition period. I wasn't scared or anything, but it was awkward because I had stepped away from a paycheck and now I'm going into international missions where you raise your support and been doing that for 10 years. But at that moment, it was a little bit intimidating. And Mike was the worship leader every single Sunday, for the most part, up on platform. And every single week he said, look to God. And God used Mike Passaro, he used you, sir, uh, to just say, look at me, look at, look at, look at, 
look at Almighty God. And I did. And it really was a saving grace during that time. But I love worship leaders that don't make it about themselves, but really bring people into the presence of God. And so I've always admired you and loved uh, your, your worship. And uh, Summit's got a, got a great asset for the kingdom in Mike Pissarro. So thank you. It's good. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That's, that's humbling to hear that. This is probably going to become one of the best, uh, most favorite interviews of 2021. And we've had lots of good ones already uh, because... It's already viral. We're not even done. I know. I know. I know. I want to I bring this song back up because we have the Romeo and Juliet story of how missions changed Mike Pissarro's life. Not everyone gets to say that they went on a mission trip with Global Hope India and found the love of their life. Right. But everybody should get that opportunity. <laughs> yes. Am I yes. wrong? That's, you're, you're not wrong at all. You're not wrong at all. I think, you I think missions... You should go on a mission trip if you want to get married. Yeah. Missions could become <laughs> the single most... You're not lying right now. ...strategy See? for single Christians around the world. Go to India with Global Hope India and see what God can do through you. I so, don't know why more people aren't doing it. <laughs> I know, I know. And so Mike is really a humble servant of the Lord, did not go on a mission trip to find his wife, but I remember being in a hallway of the hotel there. I can't remember, was it in Chennai? Uh, there's been so many trips. They were and in, in um, Chennai or Hyderabad. Yeah, yeah. And and Mike Mike said uh, me and Candace stayed up and talked for hours last night. And he was he did not use these words, but he he you could just see that he had been smitten and that and that God was revealing his soulmate. In the middle of that mission trip experience, you didn't go to find a wife, but God just really used missions to bless your life. So you you guys have been married how long now? Uh, let's see. The mission trip <laughs> was in August. I mean, uh, sorry, April. It was this time, mm -hmm. 2013. Mm -hmm. And we came back. We started dating immediately, mm -hmm. uh, if not sooner. Uh, <laughs> it was it was in, like, immediately right after that trip. And uh, we got engaged in July of that same year, married in, De in November, pregnant in December. So... Uh, you want to talk about a life change. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shelly and I waited three years before we had Zach. You waited three weeks. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't mean, I don't mean the, the, the delivery. I mean the conception. So, but that's great. Congratulations. And you've had three boys. Three boys. Three boys. Three boys. Yeah. They are six and four and three. Yeah. You haven't stopped. And so you're going to keep going until you get some girls. No, we're done. You're done. <laughs> yeah. God has been kind to us. I was hoping uh, this great. would be the episode where you would reveal that Candace is pregnant again. Surprise. Surprise. No, it's we, not going to happen. Had, she had great, great pregnancies, really traumatic, really hard deliveries. Mm. So just prayerfully, we just decided uh, that God your, had given us enough. Your quiver is full. Full. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you are an environment... Um, maybe you've contemplated this and no pressure if you have it where fostering is an option. Adoption's an option. You know, the Lord can All continue there. to bless if he chooses to. There's lots of lots of options. 
uh, there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I love just the love story behind this mission trip. Candace is a nurse by, by trade and you were going as a worship leader and she was going to uh, help out as even a backpack type nurse along the way. And God put the two lives together. And how has your missions been as a marriage now? Cause I know that you're very active in the kingdom of God. But like we just mentioned, we, we had a baby pretty close to right away. And so it took us until, gosh, the year 2019, I think we went where we went to, we, we went back to Africa. We went, um, went on the same trip together. I've been on trips since I was in middle school, high school, and she's done the same separately. Mm-hmm. So it's not surprising that it's kind of part of our marriage DNA. But um, for us to go back, you know, we've had so many years of little, little kids. And so it's kind of put that on pause where we're both going. Mm -hmm. Um, But now we're we're getting back into the rhythm this summer. We'll have a chance to go uh, again. So that's great. I think marriage and ministry and missions is just a great combination. And you started out with uh, the right foundation being on an international mission trip because God had really done a lot of work and Courtney's going to dive into this real, real soon, but God had done a lot of work to align both of you to himself as master and to his mission for your mission of life. And then he brought the two of you together as mates and what a beautiful story. We yeah. love to tell it. Uh huh. I mean, cause it's so cliche that we kind of resisted it. Mm. You know, the mission trip, like, we're going to come back dating and we think God is doing this. We just, but I've been in ministry for so long that I've seen it happen. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not going to work. They're going to break up. But we were sure, we were so sure that he was doing it. Um, it was just his kindness to us to, to align our paths that clearly mm-hmm. and bring us together. Yeah. Well, maybe you know it or not, but I just released a book in November, Audacious Generosity. And that's one of the points of the book is we we don't go and give to God in order to entitle him or ourselves to him. Uh, we give as he has given with no strings attached freely. But he is such a incredible, loving Heavenly Father. I love Matthew 7, 11. If we know how to give good gifts to our children, if Mike and Candace know how to give good gifts to their boys, how much more does our Heavenly Father love to give good gifts to them, to all of us? And that's what happens. You go on an international mission trip really, really with your heart postured to sacrifice to not complain about the heat and all of the spices and everything else, to really have a worshipful encounter with the Lord and just give to God, give to others. And and every single time, if you allow him, God brings you back home with way more than the luggage that you took with you. And just the things that money can't buy, the gifts that yeah. that go for eternity. Sometimes that's a wife. So praise God yeah. when that happens. Yeah. Hey, it's Angeli. We'll be right back. Make sure to visit globalhopeindia.org and join thousands of people who pray, give and go. Global Hope India has over 20 years of missions experience in India. Now everyone can go to India virtually on one of GHI's virtual mission teams. Over 1 billion people in India have never held a Bible. Most people in India lack access to even know about Jesus. Join Global Hope India in changing that. Go to globalhopeindia.org today to pray, give, go! Go! 
As Global Hope India's founder and executive director, Kevin White is an international pastor, speaker, and best-selling author of Audacious Generosity. Kevin has been to India over 50 times, taking 1,000 people on short-term mission trips. Kevin loves to help people prosper from God's guidance and provisions. Learn more at kevinwhite.us. Okay, now back to the show. Well, Courtney, let's dive into his trip. Take us away. Yeah, well, this is a rare occasion where all three of us were on the same trip. Yeah. Weren't you there, Kevin? Yes. Yes, I, I thought you met us there. Yeah, mm -hmm. so this is exciting to relive it. So let's, I guess, just kind of start with where you went and what, you, what your purpose of your team was. Yeah, we went. We were in a couple different locations. I, I think, if I'm remembering right, we spent some time in in Angol in Chennai, so that that um, eastern coast side of India. At one point, I know we flew up to to New Delhi, and and Kevin, Courtney, you guys might refresh my memory on where we actually did the well dedications, like what what those towns were called. But we really had, I think, three three focus points. Uh, a buddy and I were were teaching and preaching at a pastors' conference. So we taught and led worship. I, I led worship on that trip. We um, had sessions where we were teaching teaching the Bible to a bunch of pastors. Part of our team was involved in in orphan care. We, we served there for uh, a while, and then we were dedicating wells that had been built by uh, support raised efforts. So we, we got to participate in, in those three areas. So it was it was kind of ministry at a large level, and then. Mm -hmm really ministry at a small, smaller level with community well dedication and church services that we did. And then even smaller, like caring for the least of these with, with the orphanage. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember being a part of that and I don't remember the exact villages, but I remember those well dedications. Just, mm -hmm. I think that was some of the first times that I was a part of a well dedication. Um, and so getting to be in person in the flesh and see the people that are going to drink from this physically and spiritually was just that was a highlight of my trip so i'm glad that you mentioned that because i completely forgot about that part of it you had not been to india before this was there a big adjustment just compared to other places or for the team what was it like yeah that's that's a great question so i have i've seen and i told I, i've told everybody that is interested in missions you're you're going to get some combination of physical poverty and spiritual poverty you're, you're going to get somewhere so whether it's central america you might not get the spiritual poverty with the catholic background and sort of spiritual spirituality that they have but you might get the physical poverty that is kind of a shock to your to your senses especially in the west or you'll go somewhere like i've done trips to poland or romania or hungary that you know turkey that that you're not facing the physical poverty but you're you're facing sort of the spiritual poverty of the of the culture india i think is the most intense combination of both hmm. I, I don't know that i've seen another place that has that level of physical poverty combined with that level of spiritual just uh bankruptcy and so i i don't know that it, it was an adjustment it's just it is it is a shock to the to your senses and your sort of spiritual bearings. You try to go in there, try to engage a culture that is so much physical need and so much spiritual need that it can be paralyzing a little bit 
for where to start. So I know that our team wrestled with that. Like, how do we, how do we serve these people? How do we care for them when they have needs in every direction you look as deep as you can possibly look there, mm-hmm. there's need. Did you see God answer that while on the trip or was it just your willingness to say, yes, use me? What did it look like now that you can look back on that trip? Were you able to feel like you made a difference? I think so, uh, because I think I think the way that you do ministry is, you know, one of my favorite verses, is New Testament, Paul says, Paul, Paul planted, Apollos watered, and God gave the growth. And I think if you think about ministry that way, that not every season in ministry is is harvest all the time. Like sometimes you plant, sometimes you water, sometimes you're harvesting what someone else planted bef- before you. So if you can get out of thinking about ministry, especially min- missions as sort of self-actualization, sort of a self-fulfillment, I'm going to go and I'm going to have this this time, this trip, and you can more reorient and think, what is God going to do here during this time? It just reframes what you're looking for. So the way that he answers that is when you see the members on your team move towards whatever need they see. So if that is a physical comfort need, they're moving towards it, right? That's what the people of God do throughout all of history. They move towards need and they try to meet it, whether it's physically or they try to meet it you know, obviously spiritually with, with the gospel. And so I, I saw that answered, you know, th- throughout our team for the whole week we were there and praying that God is continuing to bear fruit long after we're gone. Like nobody there remembers us for sure, but they might remember right. the God that, that did something and started something is growing some fruit long after we've left. Yeah. One specific example that I'll share before I ask you about a funny story is one of your team members got bit by one of the girls at the orphanage and she had down syndrome and that's a she's very strong that's a common thing um and she was it was a very fearful thing just in the moment but she came home and was and she that girl was on her heart and she ended up sponsoring her and so just like you said seeing different team members meet those needs and be used as vessels in those ways is very inspiring yeah so, that's good yeah so did you have a funny story from this team that you would like to share? Funny story? Uh, I mean, besides, so, you know, getting married. <laughs> no, uh, yes, surprise. When I think about that trip, one of the things that Candace, uh, we've already mentioned her, Candace is my wife, yes. but we talk about often is how every aspect of that trip was funny. Whether it was the team meetings beforehand or the flight over the just I don't know if it was a combination of other culture your guard is down you're being vulnerable you're you're so tired you can't even stand up straight <laughs> the food is so like it's so out of everyone's comfort zone it's spicy the the bathroom facilities are not up to western standards <laughs> of cleanliness and sanitation great like the whole thing is just the whole experience is funny if you'll let it be, mm-hmm. right? And so when we talk about that, Candace and I say, I don't know that I've laughed harder mm-hmm. at any other point in my life than that trip. So the whole trip, when we think about it, we 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 laugh. I'm sitting here laughing about how much just normal conversation was funny between just the team members that went. The whole the whole thing was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I do have a funny story. We do have a funny story when Candace and I were talking. You delete this if it's too long, but um, we were we were up one night and we were talking 
and we're about to have the like what is this relationship conversation and this this guy this indian guy was down in the lobby and he came up he came up to us and we had a serious conversation for about an hour with this guy we didn't know like we couldn't read him we didn't know what he was up to and we got in this conversation with him and come to find out he knew a, a person that had anesthesia for a surgery and it didn't go well and the and the child uh, or the story goes that this guy said that the the patient passed away and candace who was studying to be a crna anesthesia at the time of going on the trip it kind of came out that that's what she did and that guy shared that story and he said she goes sometimes it happened like there's a risk involved and sometimes that happened he looked at her and he goes it cannot happen that cannot happen and we were like okay now what do we do what do we do right. next and he wanted he wanted her address and she leans over and she's sitting on the couch and she leans over to me and i so casually put my hand around her back and she leaned over uh she was resting on my knee um totally the dumb and dumb she like she touched my leg and uh this guy looks at her and goes you fancy each other and we were like <laughs> we're just friends like why would you think that we're any more than that with my arm around her she's leaning on me like of course we're just friends and so when the, the whole thing ended uh we're going up the stairs of the hotel he's following us up the stairs and i said come with me don't go to your room don't let him know where you which room you're in and we walk into the room uh, my my hotel room like <laughs> god bless all of the ministry this is like breaks every with, room. with your roommate um, sleeping in the bed probably purple, purple, purple. <laughs> yeah yeah roommate sleeping in the bed he sits up and i said just be cool it's fine everything's fine and he's like what's going on standing right there in our room it was probably one o'clock in the morning it's so late we're like what are you doing the whole trip was funny, Courtney. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes. I love it. This can't happen. <laughs> so that really defined their relationship. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you know, the arm We're around and then her her giving you the leg. I mean, she met you in the yeah. middle. It was, right. It was meant to be. <laughs> Some, sometimes God has to. God gave you that moment. Sometimes God has to give us a nudge. And it sounds like he nudged both of you and to each other at that moment. Oh, man. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, we've talked about the, a huge way, but what would you say? How would, has God used missions to change your life? <laughs> that, that is a great, that's a great question. I really hope that whoever watches this would actually slow down when, you an, when we answer this question. Mm -hmm. So short-term trips have been a part of my life because I had, I had people in my life that were supporting me going. It gave me a push, whether it was, I went, I went to Mexico a number of times with trips put on by Azusa Pacific. We stayed in a tent village in Mexico and we did ministry and I was a high school student and came back, was a part of it in college. We did, we did trips. I was on staff at a church in Raleigh and went to Turkey, went to Romania, went to Poland, went like, it's, it's just been this, this trajectory of, of, I guess, being involved in it for as long as I've kind of been a Christian, I think. So that being a Christian and being involved in global missions have always been together. It's never been like, I'm a Christian and maybe we should get involved in missions. It's like, if you're a Christian, you should be, you will be involved in missions. It's just a matter of, of where and, and how and, and how often and when. So yeah. to say like, how has it changed my life? I think one of the things that God has done through global missions is 
he gives you a picture of what he's doing around the world. Mm -hmm. Like he is working to glorify himself among all the nations. And he's doing it through a thousand different ways, like churches, short-term trips, Global Hope India, sending teams, missionary organizations in other places in India. Like he's doing it all over the place. If Christians would just kind of open their eyes and at the summit, we say, put your, put your yes on the table, let God put it on the map. Mm. So if if you will start from a posture of God, I'll go where you called me to go. Mm -hmm. You tell me where, and my yes is here. And if that's India, I'm going, we're making a way. Right. So it, it changes your life because it changes your whole perspective on what God is doing in the world that you're alive in right now. Amen. Right? Yeah. He's, he's working for his, his eternal glory. And, and we get to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. So it's, how, how is that not life changing? Right. I would go so far to say that if you're not involved in missions or seeing what's going on around the world, you're missing out on a key part of who God is. I mean, just the testimony of, of people that live by faith of requiring prayer as a daily provision as we may not have a meal to eat and you see that when you go on mission you don't necessarily see that in North Carolina but then you see God meet those needs every single day Um, something that we you know we don't we lack joy I think because we can get sucked into that so thank you for sharing that how would you describe that mission trip or even your mission trip experience in one word (laughs) it's it's hard it's hard not to say and I know this is mission changed my life it's hard not to say life-changing, one word, hyphen, put those together. I'll, I'll take that as one word because yeah. I've been on a lot of trips and God used this little obedience here, faithfulness to go, right? My mom would, would say when I go on a trip, hey, be safe. And if that, but then she would pause, just be faithful. If that, if that means don't be safe, don't be safe be faithful mm. and um that little bit of faithfulness going to this that's the farthest place i've ever been india can you go i mean you go any farther you start coming back around right <laughs> right so uh little yes on let little yes on the table i'm gonna go speak at this conference this is eight years ago so i don't know that i was super confident as a teaching pastor to i don't know a couple hundred pastors in india and god if you you give me the words to say, you provide a way for me to go, I'm going to go. And out of that, there's the, there's the confidence of doing ministry where he calls you to go it mm-hmm. and, and go and do it, which is, is almost priceless. I, I meet and start dating my wife through that, through that we have three kids raising them to be godly men sent out on mission. They, they get exposure to, well, how did you guys, what's your story? We met mm-hmm. and started dating being obedient to God's call to like, how is that? It's life-changing in every way. Mm-hmm. How has it changed your everyday experience, your, your day-to-day, the Monday through Friday, the nine to five, what does that look mm-hmm. like due to mission? Yeah. I, I think the more that you see the need in the world, the harder it gets to live unaware that there's need in the world. So I, I think it, it tends people that see really intense spiritual or physical poverty tend to pray more to the god of the universe to do to do something about it to send out laborers they tend to give more because they there's that wrestling of god has been so generous to me and there is such a need over here that if i sacrifice a little bit which does not compare this is not a i'm not paying god back 
But that that generosity that I see modeled in the gospel, in the person of Jesus, compels me to be generous and give and support and go. What I got a friend that's going on a mission trip. I can't go this time. How can I support you to go? What do you need? What can I give you? Right? Um, missionaries come back during COVID. We have a car. You take it. Take it for as long as you need it. Right? It just it affects a, like I just keep saying it, a thousand different aspects of your life and, and things that you don't know. God, I want you to change how I think about using our cars. You don't know that. But if you're open to it and you get a vision for what God is doing globally, it can change how you do everything when you come back. Um, and I don't think that's a, I don't think that's an understatement. Yeah, definitely. So what would you tell someone who may be interested in going on a short term trip to India? What would what would you even to start with? <laughs> okay. I'm gonna be real simple. Okay. I'm ready. Go. Go, mm -hmm. go, Amen. find a way to go. Mm -hmm. or if, if you're concerned about, uh, I would just say, if you can suspend your anxiety or your fear or your lack of confidence or, or whatever it is, your, I don't know if God's going to provide for me to go. There, there are, there are answers for all of that. But I, if you could start from a prayerful obedience, right? Here's an opportunity. God's laid it in my inbox. I, there seems to be a push, a nudge from the spirit to go. I'm going to say, I'm going to assume that you're calling me to go until you close that door. Mm -hmm. Right. That's good. Like, is, is it lost on us? I was reading, I was reading Acts last year when, when COVID hit and Paul in Acts 16 is wanting to go to um, not Macedonia. Right. Mm -hmm. He's wanting to go somewhere else and the spirit shuts the door, door, door is closed. And then Macedonian call, he gets up, he goes and he goes and it's the launch of the Philippian church, mm -hmm. right? Which is where like the letter that we read of to me to live is Christ and die is game. Like I'm reading that letter because the spirit closed certain doors and opened other ones and Paul was faithful to go. Mm -hmm. So don't, um, I would say like get a vision for what God could do, but just start, you're, you're thinking about going go. Mm -hmm. And if it's terrible, don't never go again, right? We had a friend that went on a trip to, to Africa with us last year and or two years ago and the food, she couldn't do it. Can't do it. Can't do the food. Can't do the, the, the culture. So we said, okay, let's, let's close that door. What about this other place? Can you go there? Yeah, I think I can try that. Right. It didn't shut out missions. It mm -hmm. just God funneling her in a different direction. So if you're thinking about it, I would say go. Well, thank you so much, Courtney. Good job on bringing this uh, experience out of, out of Mike. Um, Mike, you said two words that really captured my attention. You said slow down. And if there's been anything that God has been saying in uh, 2020 and 2021 through the pandemic and the stop of all the travel and the stay at home and everything else is slow down. And I love, I love your insight to that in the context of missions, because sometimes uh, we're too busy to even go on a mission trip. And then when we do go, we're so busy because of just the fastness of pace of life in general, we, we really could miss the God's bigger picture for why he wants to take us 8,000 miles away at the cost of thousands of dollars. There's, that's such an incredible investment for some reason. 
And if we don't slow down, we can miss that. You even, whether you realize it or not, you demonstrated it by having that one hour conversation when it was, when it was within your desire house to say, where are we in this relationship? And all of a sudden God brings this uh, person into a conversation that made the, the next hour very interesting. But then God answered that question for you but you gave your time and attention over to a complete stranger instead of really forcing the issue and pushing that stranger out of your life. You slowed down. Uh, I'd love for you to just close out our time of prayer, just praying that. I love your word, life-changing. Amen, amen, amen. Sometimes we got to slow down to let God bring those changes that, that bring blessing. Like we're talking about this in the context of a interview with someone who went to give in missions and came back with a wife and now has a beautiful marriage and three very beautiful uh, sons and gift after gift after gift from, from a generous heavenly father. And that would not have happened had you not slowed, had you not slowed down. And I, I just desire that for everyone in the audience. 115 different countries listen to this show. So let's just pray a spirit of, of people that have a ears to hear, to just hear that from the Lord. Just slow down and let God reveal himself uh, to them in this season of their life. So yeah, will you pray? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank I you. will. I'd love to. Let's pray. Father, thank you for what you're doing around your world. God, I pray that you would uh, slow us down mm -hmm. to a pace that we can hear from you. We can consider what you're doing in our lives, consider how you're going to use us for your global purposes, for your eternal glory. God, we do ask that you would, um, we would give you our attention, that you, you would uh, stir affection for you as we look to you. God, I pray for everyone who listens to uh, this interview, that you would be gracious to us and you would bless us you would cause your face to shine upon us for the purpose of your way being known in all the earth mm -hmm. god we want the peoples all the peoples to praise you god we want your name to be delighted in and feared and worshiped so god we ask that you would uh, you would by your spirit um, draw us to you, give us eyes to see you. God, I pray that you would give us a willing spirit to follow you wherever you would call us to go and to do whatever you would call us to do. That your way would be known on the earth, that all the peoples would praise you. God, we ask that according to your word. We know it's your desire to do it. We're not praying really against any reluctance on your part to keep your word in Psalm 67. So do it. God, we pray in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. 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 Mike Passara, thank you so much for giving us the Romeo and Juliet of Global Hope India. Hey, just playing, I'm just a role player here, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you've seen the infamous Mike Passaro if you've gone over to YouTube and watched the video. Uh, hopefully, uh, by, by the grace of God, you're going to get to see Candace someday um, and uh, their beautiful family. Um, because uh, God has just really done something special there. And so, brother, we love you. We love Candace. Give her our love. Can't wait to see you and your family uh, very soon. Keep up the good work there at Summit Church. God bless Summit Church. Thank you for all you do. Thank you.
Thank Thanks you. for being on the show. Of course. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, guys. Good yes. to see you both. Yes. God bless. Thank Bye. Thank you for listening to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with Kevin White. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program is a copyright of Global Hope India. All rights reserved. Each week we bring you a message of how God uses missions to change people's lives. We're talking real and lasting change through Jesus Christ.